0: Pasa, campeones? And welcome to the Churros y Tacticas podcast. It is Tuesday, the 20th of April, and this today marks a very, very special edition of your favorite Churros y Tacticas podcast. Not only... The Real Madrid dropped two vital points in La Liga in their nil-nil draw against Getafe, allowing Barca once again to have the league within their own hands and the trophy within the grasp reach. But also, this Barca is now once again champion of the Copa del Rey for a 31st time. Barca, in in the meantime, managed to pick up a wee trophy That I know a whole lot of people in particular on this podcast will want to shove aside and not shine a light on and not really talk about because what interest does that have? It's only a Copa de Rey. I understand. It's a Chupito. It's a little shot, as they say. or Some say here in Spain. But in the meantime, all of that is really being clouded over. And the big shadow has been casted upon all that news because in the midst of all that, Madrid losing points, Barca winning a Copa del Rey, this big dark cloud has casted upon us. And that cloud will be discussed on today's podcast without any any filters, without anybody holding back any punches, any opinions or ideas for that matter. And here to discuss this with me is my man. Your trusted Madridista voice and the founder of this podcast, Kian Sobani. What's going on, Kian?
1: Oh, hey, it's my turn. I thought it was a twenty-four hour intro. Uh, oh, I was, yeah. uh, I was waiting for my that? turn. Why, why do you got to do
0: that? Why, why do you got to do that always? Why, why do you have to interject with, with, with feeling already shoved aside and and, and neglected? Don't you have enough podcasts where you have a voice? No, it's cool. Can we not I, share the mic? I
1: thought it was the Diego Lorin podcast today. I'm glad you gave me some mic, like, some airtime. Well, Thanks, I'm man. Sorry. I'm Appreciate sorry.
0: It. I'm sorry to take too much of your limelight, Kian. It's it's Barca only won the Copa del Rey, so I thought a good intro was due. Mind you, I rifted this one. This one was off the cuff as well. Nothing prepared.
1: No, I don't think you should be ashamed for winning Copa del Rey. I think it's a it's a good tea. It's a good thing to win if you're not winning anything else. I you know it's better than nothing. Um, so. I honestly, I think you should be proud. I think I congratulate you for that. I'm happy for you. Um, it's, it only matters when Madrid wins it, right? Let's be honest. No, it matters. It matters. You know, it, it matters the same way I, I tell my son, hey, good job. You know, it's better to be um, fifth place than last place. Good job. So, oh,
0: oh, wait. So, so Copa de Reyes are won by fifth places.
1: Oh, I forgot. No, it's great. I sorry, I shouldn't undermine it. It's great. I'm very happy for you. I'm very, very happy for you. Um, th- and also, thanks for reminding me. I, I forgot that you guys wanted. I, I I've been so enraptured with this Europa Super League talk that football has become secondary at this point. Don't you feel that way? By the way, honestly, no. no let's be serious. Well, like I said, like I
0: said, there's no news whatsoever about Madrid dropping two points, vital points in the league. Uh, there has been obviously. I mean, that, that happened over the weekend. At this point, what is the weekend? When Barcelona won the trophy, it's already Tuesday. Uh, I say that with a bit of hint of sarcasm, but uh, no, of course this is big news. I mean, this we got to talk about this, and and I can't wait to talk about it. it it's it's the only thing that is being talked about, um, and for good reason. And For good reason, but I do hope we're going to talk a little bit more about other news as well.
1: Well, I mean, Real Madrid dropping two points. The reason that no, let's,
0: oh- let's start. Let's start. Let's let's start where the news started on the weekend and that's Barca winning the Copa del Rey sorry sorry
1: was that before Real Madrid's game honestly can't remember yeah it was because Real Madrid played Sunday of course. yeah okay of course. so let's uh okay I I suppose I mean let's let's talk about it
0: <laughs> or if you don't want to talk about the game let's talk at least about the value of it because I find it very funny that is being so pushed it aside and neglected and and spoken about with such disregard or disdain or or this 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 kind of I don't know no I, 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 I it's a weird I feel like the podcast has started off weird kian I was just getting a weird vibe no
1: i don't it, think it is
0: it is one of the three trophies that we're supposed to compete and fight for am, am i not correct
1: no no you're correct i think it's the reason it's being swept aside is not intentional per se i, I think it's just because of what happened on sunday night and um and just basically where attention and eyes and i i want to say ratings but it almost i feel dirty saying that but like what? Where everyone's eyes has shifted to is like they just want to hear everybody's thoughts about the Super League because it's consuming everything, and very little people are talking about football. Like if if Real Madrid won, I don't think many people would have been talking about it. And actually, the Real Madrid got the reason why Real Madrid like to, dropping two points got a lot of d- discourse by the end of it. it was not even because of the league title race. It was because or because of the game itself. It was because it was it was further proof or like further pushback against the european super league and like if you look at the teams that dropped points this weekend whether it was real madrid whether it was tottenham mm. whether it was arsenal like all these teams who were supposedly mm. the teams who are supposed to be untouchable for the super league format i mean it got attention in that light but um yeah let's let's talk about the copa del rey i mean no Waka- no, 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 no no
0: no 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 now now you you know now we're going to talk about the super league
1: well, I'm. I'm. To be honest, I'm really excited to talk to you about Super League. I've been talking about it. For, I can tell. I've and, been talking about it for three days that straight. That
0: is that is what our audience, what our people want to hear? And 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 I almost feel stupid now to talk about the Copa del Rey. So, <laughs> and and it's not that I don't want to talk about the Super League. And and it is a big topic. So, uh, but I, also I saw that you put something out. Like you had an hour and a half pod yesterday talking about it. Am I am I right? I didn't, I didn't get a chance to hear it, but I did see it
1: came up in my YouTube feed. So just to put it out there to make sure that you know I'm not hypocritical about, you know, talking about football, like talking about Super League over the actual football and not just because Barcelona won Copa del Rey and stuff. Sunday night, half an hour before we even talked about the game, we just talked about the Super League. And then yesterday, instead of talking about the low knees, which we were supposed to, we spent half an hour talking about the Super League again. And um, and I compiled that kind of 60 minutes total and put it on YouTube. And I, I think it's one of those things that I'm very conscious of wanting to get people to know my updated take on this, because it just changes mm. a lot. It does, uh, My mind doesn't change, but I just have fresh takes about this every day with the more the news mm. that comes in. And I'm excited to talk mm. about you with it because talk to you about it, rather, because I haven't spoken to you about this at all. like you you're yeah. not one to really voice these things on social media um no. and you're so busy in your day job and also uh i just i think everyone wants to know your take and i want to know your take and mm. i i think i like i think like you know i i was this kind of ties into what you're going to say possibly but um one of, one of the things i had i think we all felt was like okay so what is what are the players and coaches going to say about this will they feel kind of uh, handcuffed to to not say anything i think the players were a little bit more vocal to about it i think zidane by not saying anything actually said a lot in a subcommunication in the way he said this is the president's business i have an opinion and we kind of all know what that means um uh, pep guardiola was quite candid about it Klopp uh yeah. was again subcommunication and and candidate the fact that you know we we weren't discussed on this like we weren't it told me a few things. It told me that they're going to manage their respective teams in the Super League if it goes ahead. But they also n- won't necessarily stand behind it either. So you work for Barca TV. I feel like if Pep can be candid about it, I feel like you can be candid about it too. So I'm, I'm curious to know what your <laughs> thoughts on it are.
0: Putting me on the level as Pep. Whoa. Hey, you just made me feel real warm and good inside. Thank you for this spin. And you, you have more game. hair than Pep. It
1: you're on you're a level <laughs> above
0: honestly, man, i I felt very conflicted and confused ever since this news broke. Initially, I thought it was kind of a bad joke. Um, and as time has progressed, it still continues to feel like a bad joke, as in. All this time, I'm wondering, is this really real? Like, I get, I, obviously, we've seen the, the the clubs put out official statements, but all I've ever, all I've seen so far, say, say from an, an official act kind of way, is Florentino appear on El Chiringuito for about an hour and a half, which is pretty damn, say, amateuristic. Amateuristic. Um, I felt that at the, the announcement of this league it would kinda take place with maybe the heads of the twelve teams sitting around the table with Florentino in the middle and maybe, you know, some trophies in the back of all teams that are involved, maybe some briefcases with dollar, dollar bills hanging out. I don't I, I don't exactly know what I you know, what I was imagining. Maybe some cigar smoke in the background, uh and and, and an official statement being Broadcasted by the president of that of the new this newly created league called the European Super League, um, and I've not we we haven't seen any of the sorts. All we've seen is again these statements. Everybody getting really really worked up, really worked up on Twitter, on news in England, the politicians getting involved. It's been madness and. Again, all the while I'm wondering, okay, but what are we talking about really? And it's it's been vague. It's been – there's a lot of holes in, in, in this idea, and it's still just an idea. Even though Florentino Perez, Perez last night said on Enchiriguito, we want to start in August. Um, what are you going to start? Where? With who? And what? Like, yeah. Who's going to – where can we watch it? I mean – it. Uh, and again, I'm I'm saying all of this because all the while – I don't think it's that bad of an idea. <laughs> and I guess that's where, you know, I, I feel like there's there's not that much controversy in my opinion um, with regards to my club's position because I I kind of you know things I've been hearing I kind of like it. Uh, it. It clears Batis off a whole bunch of debt. It uh, clears my club uh, to to build start building that stadium uh, to maybe be in the talks again of we are currently but but be really in the talks with signing big name players and it sounds like that's a you know it's a good deal for at least the club that i hold dear to my heart that i work for and i support um now you know and, and, and we're gonna get into to 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 the, the the more modest teams and 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 the rich taking the rich and i want to get into all that as well but let me just press pause here on this again monologue to to at least you know get your feedback and, and on what i've been sharing i guess until now
1: well, I mean, I mean, I I suppose it's interesting that you're you think that's not a bad idea. I I guess suppose I didn't really know how you felt either way, um, but I so I've had so many thoughts about this. Mm-hmm. I've expressed so many thoughts about this, and I just what what, what did you can I can you kind of like just give give
0: your take on? Did you also feel like there would have been more of a an official announcement do you do you get what i'm saying for uh, do you get this point what i'm trying to if it's it's just felt surreal, you know it's felt surreal. it's not official
1: yes yeah, so <laughs> it,
0: Florentino it, chiringuito, Kian. Florentino chiringuito. i don't know if you know you know the
1: cheating i don't know if you ever sat there and watched it never. but it's
0: a it, <laughs> i've it's only a seen clips on
1: youtube show. like every I now and then when it. i every now and then when i'm actually in spain like, my cousin will have it on TV in the background while I'm doing work, but never watched it seriously and actually actively, intentionally avoided it because I just, I don't really believe it's real journalism and, and it's kind of my way of boycotting it. Yesterday, I sold my soul and I took part in it <laughs> because I had to. Ah, there you go.
0: I yeah. did watch it.
1: I was going to ask you if you stayed up for it because I know it's, it was pretty late in Spain, but... I did not.
0: Okay, did so not. you woke I, up. so saw talk. some this, this morning, yeah, yeah.
1: So my feeling is that so to me his what he was what he, what Florentino said last night was very similar to a Jeff Bezos or a Mark Zuckerberg or like a, you know one of these famous rich people sitting in an interview and saying politically correct things that really is beneficial yeah. to his business and his club. Yeah. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was I I think it's important to remind people that you know if, if, if you're mad about this because of for an ethical reason or a moral reason good for you but don't go pat yourself on the back thinking that you were support mm-hmm. supporting this ethically sound sport before this breakaway was announced because you weren't this is money in football and greed has existed for decades and decades and decades 100%. and decades for almost 100 years I, will, I, will, I would a, like to a, say a, f- a full a hundred years, but my, my kind of my knowledge of football history really mm-hmm. goes back to the 50s. Mm-hmm. I can't really speak about what happened before that, but I will say I will for say at the, least the 50s.
0: When the Bosman rule came into play, that changed football and made it a money-making machine. I, I think that really kicked that. That was like a, a steroid hit sort of thing.
1: I mean, dude, go back to um, the even before that. Who do you guys think Santiago Bernabéu yesterday was? A great visionary, sure. A great businessman, sure. But also, like, his whole point was, like, how can we make more money? How can we make more money? Um, mm. And go read the book about Alfredo Di Stefano that Ian Hawkeye wrote. That The, the clubs in Argentina, the clubs in Colombia... It was all about squeezing and squeezing and squeezing and getting the best and screwing the players over and the players trying to fight back and get their their piece of the pie. It always existed. So the, to me, the, the breaking point was um, really, I mean, this weekend in a way. But, you know, none of us can sit here and say UEFA and FIFA were doing this so well and it was so you know, we were in this morally superior place before this breakaway was happening. To me, there's so many entities involved at this point and so many egos from, look at, look at our own, the podcast that we cover this league. There's the federation, there's the league. And see the bickering and the fighting. And no, I don't really, none of us really are that clear on who's in charge of what. The corruption and greed between those two. Then you go back to the leads, leagues. UEFA and FIFA coming out and saying like... Um, uh, Threatening. Look, I mean look Make at P ridiculous statements. Look at PSG's statement on this. It's hilarious. Ridiculous. Nasser Al khalafi where I, I believe that's his name. So he comes out in the statement, he says we have to stick together, we have to support UEFA's values. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? UEFA's values. Ridiculous. So, so so he doesn't he doesn't own the rights to the UEFA Champions League with
0: being sports in Qatar, yeah. correct? No, no, that, that's that doesn't the issue. count. That's not it. Yeah. I'm, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah and, and what about what about tebas as well if we're gonna start putting names what about tebas who just recently tried to a couple years ago tried to arrange a match el clásico or no excuse me a barca girona over in what was it miami yep. or what about rubiales who's been taking the spanish supercopa to saudi arabia and sold off the rights for the next two years exactly it, it goes down the same road exactly probably- um it's money. It's money, and the rich, they feel they get, they feel hard done by by the institutions, by the federations that are that your UEFAs, your FIFAs, etc. And you know what the thing is, Kian? I don't know. Uh, a great parallel has been drawn here in Spain uh, with what happened a few years back, about two decades ago, with the Euro League. Um, the basketball league that came that pulled off of the the the, the um, well what FI- FIBA had stored right the 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 what is it Federation International Basketball I don't know what yes I forget what it's for Federal International Basketball Society I don't know
1: um, probably not but, uh, did you... <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, but yeah, sure
0: probably, probably not um, and that has been a great success that has been a one of and and when that was first announced it was met with threats it was met met with fines none of those fines were paid by the way and domestic leagues have been untouched the ACB League is still the world's second best league uh, and, and behind the NBA um, regular schedule uh, teams compete against each other from all ranks and then you have the League, which is the best teams in Europe playing against each other and also a league right that then uh, develops into a playoff series it's great. I love the Euroleague. It's more fun to watch than the A C B league, in my opinion. Um I like seeing good teams compete against each other. If I can see that more often, instead of UEFA's proposal, which is in twenty twenty four, let's add more teams to the mix. No thank you. I choose quality over quantity.
1: Okay, so so that opinion is is probably going to draw some outrage from listeners, but that I mean that's okay in a way. I personally and and yeah, the the I didn't really know about the 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 Euro League, the basketball league is basically this exact same idea until today. To be yeah. quite honest, like yeah. I, before we started recording, I I came across that because I don't really follow European basketball, so I don't I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's basically I think it's eleven teams are grandfathered in forever, and the rest kind of they they change every year. So it's basically the same idea. So people who support the Euro League, um, I don't know. Uh, I'd be curious to know what their opinion is, and do they enjoy it or not? And if you do enjoy it, maybe there's hypocr- it's, it's been a hypocrisy there as well. Okay, so mm-hmm. um, I'm not necessarily head over heels this proposal, but I also, again, uh, I'm not vehemently against it the way some some others are. Partly because uh, because I think it would be almost too hypocritical. Hypocritical, otherwise, I'm not. There was, there's been too much virtue signaling for virtue signaling for me. Uh, on social media and otherwise nice. and too much fake altruism of people who think they have the best interests of the sport by vehemently opposing this not realizing what they're actually supporting leading up to this and i also think um again going back to the point of the different amount of entities involved it got to a point for me basically that i think the club's who are spearheading this and now there are reports that maybe one or two teams in the in england have cold feet about it because of the backlash i'm not sure how accurate that is but maybe it is chelsea and city yeah to the the times yeah so um i think they just basically reached a point like so you have your opinion we have our opinion all these people have their different opinions and we're not seeing eye to eye so we'll just branch out and make our own thing and that's and that and I think that a split like that is inevitable when you have so many entities that are corrupting themselves and they just want their greedy in themselves selves. And now they're all of a sudden they're they're the ones kind of virtue signaling like, no, you can't break away. This is bad for football. and So I, I just don't I don't see it that way. Again, I'm not saying I fully endorse the idea of this Super League. I actually have liked the idea of a Super League. I'm not I'm not really sold on this version of it. Um Emery said something interesting today where he said um, we need to kind of come together and come up with a solution collectively. He's right. I agree with that. I do also think it's easier said than done. Um, And also, like, regarding the timing of this, like, they announced it basically knowing that UEFA was about to announce their Champions League format. So I think ultimately what happened was they knew what the new proposal was going to be. They didn't like it, so they basically derailed it by announcing their own thing and I think like Florentino's among the many things that Florentino said last night some of it probably borderline probably ridiculous some of them I thought had merit Um, one of the things he said was that we want better quality games more often so people don't enjoy big team versus small team although that is completely subjective and Many neutrals who have seen small teams beat big teams would disagree with that, but um, his point is we want the best teams playing against each other constantly, and you know whether these are the best teams are not highly debatable. It's actually not debatable. Actually, Arsenal and Tottenham are not among this list, but they're there for financial reasons. We know that uh, Pep brought up a point. Pep, Pep brought up a good point. Why isn't Ajax invited to this thing? They have four freaking Champions League titles, and they you know. Correct. Um, I agree but, with that. But
0: I just could be one. Sure. But that's the thing. We don't know the criteria that would make up the other remaining five teams or, you know, five. I say five, but it could be eight. Right Right now, there's 12 clubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, 15 are supposed to be the founding clubs, the founding members. And then five will be invited based on what criteria. We don't know. Could be Ajax. Could be Dortmund. Could be Marseille. Could be Lyon. Could be Celtic. I don't know. The thing is like – and there's another thing that, that, that really irks me or or I just – it strikes me as odd. Put it this way. This one is coming from Pep Guardiola, and I'm reading some – a quote of his on uh, Sky Sports' new Twitter. So um, it says, it is not it is not sport if the relationship between the effort and reward doesn't exist. Okay, let me just take that. Now, I, again, I'm reading headlines here, so I don't know the full context. I haven't watched the video, but let's, let's – Take what he says here. So it's not sport if the relationship between effort and reward doesn't exist. What does he mean? Does that have to do with the fact that there's no relegation? I'm assuming he's alluding to that. If so, well, the the reward is reaching the latter stages of the tournament. The reward is becoming champion, which surely has a healthy, I would imagine, financial reward, seeing already the the, the amounts of money that Florentino is talking about. Which will clear the debt of, of you know all the clubs that we're talking about here, the big clubs. Now I don't I don't want to digress, but I don't want to get into the, the modest club uh, 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 conversation about the rich are getting richer getting rich and the poor staying poor because there I do have something to say about that, but it, it digresses too much from the point I want to make here. Effort and reward, isn't that what it's all about? Are we going to say that the NBA is not competitive because no teams relegate? Well, there's clearly, you know, some there's clearly a hierarchy. As in, there's the but there's the Boston Celtics and the Los Angeles Lakers who are the big two franchises that have shared the vast majority of the trophies among them. Yet you still have teams competing year after year, going through playoffs and trying to get, you know, the biggest stars, to attract the biggest players. We're seeing, you know, the league exploding in that sense right now with the Nets, <clears throat> no opportunity for them to become champion. Um, uh, you got the whole tanking. Well, the NBA has got its flaws and, and its benefits. But all in all, I would say I think it's a fantastically run league. And if the Super League is trying to model after, I think, what is a great blueprint for a league in the NBA – then listen, I'm I'm for that. I I don't you know I'm, I'm I yeah, I, and I I don't feel I need to feel guilty or bad for admitting that for wanting to see a Madrid, Chelsea, a Barca, Arsenal more often than say uh, a a Porto, a Brugge, or uh, you know again a Lyon or a Lyon maybe okay uh, debatable, but you you get the point I'm trying to make here. And it's yeah. not to say that a Sevilla, Valencia wouldn't you know, be able to make it. You just have certain clubs that I think has also given their track record in history. And, and here's where Pep, again, I kind of, I find it odd that he says this when he works for a club that has become one of the big, big teams, clubs in Europe because of a massive financial push. They were not amongst, you know, the big clubs in Europe 10 years ago. Or, you know, I don't know, as I get older, time flies. Should I say 15 years, 20 years ago? Um, neither, neither was Chelsea for that matter. Neither was PSG. And again, I'm, the reasons for PSG not being in this conversation is, for me at least, very clearly because uh, Al Khalifi, and again, uh, excuse me if I'm butchering that last name, the Sheikh uh, has interest in in you know being sports owning the the, the Champions League rights, etc. So I, I think, and also if this goes ahead, PSG and Bayern will join. I have absolutely no doubt about that.
1: Neither. So. I You brought up a lot of lot of interesting points that need to be hit on. I, I think, look, I love the NBA, I, as I know you do as well. I have no real issues with the system there. There's no relegation system. It's just the best teams playing against each other. Now, it's true that smaller markets in the NBA are suffering. They really haven't solved that yes. yet. So, like the issue mm-hmm. of New Orleans not being able to fill seats and having to trade Anthony Davis because they just can't keep him. Um, yeah. And you yeah. know teams like that will exist, and I think that's an issue that needs to be fixed somehow. But yeah. there is there is revenue sharing, there's there salary caps. There, uh, mm-hmm. you know, James Dolan can be. That's why
0: I paused because I, I didn't want to go there. I wanted to make this point, but you're absolutely right. And and I'm not saying it's perfect. You know what I mean? There is an argument to be held. There, we need to have a conversation. I just think all in all, it's not like I I it no me desagrada. I don't find it an off putting idea. This Super League. With, with, with you know, the best of the best on a regular basis. I don't think I can grow tired of that. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I, I, don't, I
0: People are like, oh, you you can't have Christmas every day. day. Can't It's not your birthday every day. Okay, but all this time we've been happy and content with watching a Wiskao Sasuna. No disrespect. Again, put some respect on the name. No disrespect. But I'd rather watch uh, a Madrid-Milan <laughs> more often.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> I mean... So the problem is that Milan haven't been as great as they were in, in a long, long time, right? Um, and so they're in this league grandfathered in. So if they, they have cycles where they suck, they're still going to be there. That's, I mean, that's the issue. So I'm, I'm, not, uh, I'm not opposed to the idea of a Super League in principle. I actually think it's a good idea, and I would like to see that. But I think, I think it needs to evolve from its current concept as it's currently designed. So, for example, like right now, as we speak, Chelsea fans are in the streets in London protesting this in the masses. There's one dude who has a sign up. He says, "We want our cold, we want our cold nights in Stoke." Uh, I mean, like, so part of they're still gonna get it. They're still
0: gonna get it. That's another thing. The domestic leagues are not affected,
1: Kian. They're not. Uh, But I, I think here's where a flaw is in this design. Right now, if Let's say, I don't know, let's bring the La Liga example. Who's our stoke? Maybe an away trip well, to Osasuna? Uh, a That's a vez, tough one. A Where?
0: Osasuna. A la vez, Osasuna.
1: Yeah. Eibar. Let's, let's stick with Osasuna because El Sadr is a like historically difficult place to play in. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's say if Real Madrid goes to so Osasuna away. Or let's, okay, like, no, you know what? Maybe not Real is not a good example. Let's say if Valencia go to Osasuna away. If they can't qualify for a European zone, what's at stake in that game? Because you're either champion or not. Um so right so right now the the, the problem is that like if people are playing for something. They're playing for a European spot or, or something like that, right? So if you take that right. away, what are you playing for? Um and like if Real Madrid is like ten points behind Barcelona in the title race and um, you know, and there's no real threat of the of them like not qualifying for Champions League or let, actually let's say if Real Madrid are like fifth place, who knows? What they they don't care. They're not gonna they're gonna rest all their players for the uh for the Super League. I mean that's where the flaw is. So that there's a there's a there's a divide there that needs to be solved. I think part of the problem here would be our problem part of the like solution that needs to be thought out is like in order to fix this you might need to go into a playoff system within the league itself or just scrap the the champions league would have to cease to exist and you'd have to just focus on super league but expand the super league and i think that's probably what they want to do is they want to make the super league your and get to a point where it's like the nba aba merger where the nba just eats the ABA and the Super League eats the the UEFA Champions League because the Mm -hmm. Champions League just isn't successful anymore. I I don't think Champions League and Super League can really coexist because it's just not... It doesn't work. You have to have one or the other. No, no, no. I agree.
0: And and that th- that's why the threat is for UEFA and the Champions League. And I get yeah. that. I get that that outrage. But the outrage I get or, or I'm hearing mostly is for domestic leagues. You're getting Johnson saying, you know, Boris Johnson saying I will not. Yeah, allow he needs this. to stay out <laughs> of this. British football. It's like, dude, chill out. Premier League will still exist. The Premier League will still exist. Yeah, this I'd be is, shocked if he doesn't have some place.
1: kind of agenda like he needs he to just – I once we start just, getting to like, supporting just, uh, the prime minister for chiming in like this, I, I feel like we're in a weird spot.
0: I'm just confused as to am, am I you know, lacking information or ability to process the information or are others, again, more privy to information that I has flown over my head? Because as far as I'm concerned, domestic leagues will not be affected. As to your question or your point, which teams would join? Well, again, we don't know the criteria. So – what are those 5 eight A-teams uh, that could be selected for, for the tournament? What is that based on? Is it is it the Dutch champion, like I said before? Is it the Scottish champion? Is it then your Sevillas, Valencia's? With your point to Huesca or Osasuna, again, when were they in the Champions League conversation ever? Really? Never. I'm sorry. Never. So your Alaveses, they, what do they have to fight for? Well, it could be a Europa League. It could be a second uh, a Super League for a kind of Europa League thing. Mind you, also those coaches nowadays often don't want to qualify for a European League because a European competition because That's it true. distracts them from other commitments in the league to remain in the first division. I mean, one of the so, managers so literally a told you very that very often right? for
1: the more modest teams. Huh? One of the managers of La Liga team actually told you that.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, Machin told me this. Uh, yeah. Pablo Machin. These were his, literally his words. So, again, I'm, I'm, I'm like, okay, uh, it's, it's not gonna happen. You're still gonna see Barca roll up because I get the argu- the argument or the fear of some. For example, when, when the whole Barca Girona talks in Miami were, were happening, you know, the the Girona fans were outraged. You were saying, well, we want to see Barca pay a visit to our stadium. It's still gonna happen. The Beatles are still gonna roll around in town once a year. Relax, relax, folks. You know. And and again, what is the criteria based on for your Valencias, your Sevilla, etc.? I don't know, but I would assume they have a good shot of entering because historically they're they've been up there. It's just that financially, yes, I guess they 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 they, they lack the financial backing. It's it's always been a rich world you know, that's just, how, that's, that's capitalism. It's, it's a globalization. It's, uh, it sucks. I mean, there, there's many unjust things that we can be angry about and pick about, but we shouldn't just hold our conversation about this super league and, and, and aim all our anger. You know, there are bigger issues when it comes to poverty and the, the, the distribution of wealth than the fucking super league. So that's a different conversation to be held.
1: I mean, if you really want to go deep on this and piss a lot of people off, you could tell them to stop, Cancel their Amazon Prime membership and go support your local uh-huh. grocery, local store exactly. instead of contributing exactly. to that monopoly. Um, exactly. I uh, I'd be curious to know, like Byron and Dortmund backing out of this. They mm. their statements were that they backed out. I wonder, and I don't have any proof of this either way. And I don't, I, not an assumption, but I just I've just asked the question. They have the the fifty plus one rule where the fans can. Can vote out of this. Would they have accepted had they been in full control of that decision? Maybe. Maybe <laughs> not. Don't know.
0: Interesting. Um, Something to think about. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I, uh, I think I, I would be inclined you know, to the to the yes. You're talking so much money, Kian, which is another thing. Where does Florentino get these numbers from? Is this just made out of, plucked out of thin air? Which ones? Just, to, to, just well, the numbers that you're talking, you're talking billions, you know, to, to, to be repartido, to be distributed amongst these very rich clubs, uh, the wealthiest clubs in the world, that again would, I mean, wipe out debts, Kian, debts that, that, that were created because of, excruciatingly bad management but also the pandemic and has put football in a very dangerous precarious position where yeah the big teams are struggling i mean and when i hear florentino say when 2024 rolls around you know the game will be dead i wonder what does he really mean by that i mean what what do i what do i have to imagine here i don't like to imagine barca you know in an AC Milan 2.0 kind of state. Uh, we've discussed that plenty of times, right? There's a, there's a real risk in that. And um, you, of course, here you can argue well, again, to the point that I make or made earlier, Barca should have never paid such high wages. Uh, almost 80% of all their income goes to wages. Outrageous. Transfer numbers, outrageous. Mourinho gets fired yesterday, earns 20 million. Outrageous. You know? There was a great article in the Dutch newspaper that my dad shared with me where they counted up, they added up all of the money that Mo has earned by being fired, <laughs> and it added up. It totaled up to 100 million euros. It's crazy, <laughs> just for getting fired, Kian. I mean, there's there's stupidly much money in football that is being very irresponsibly, say, you know, used, spent. And a lot has to change, but um, again, there, there, there's just so many conversations. There's missing information. Uh, th- th- I like what you said about you know virtual signaling, <laughs> signaling, right? Am I saying right? virtual signaling? Yeah, which is a very good point. I mean, it's it's been outrageous, Twitter, and um, it. it, it I, I feel like. You you said that my opinions are gonna stir some controversy. I feel like I'm just using plain logic, and and I haven't really seen much of that on Twitter. Very little. This it's pure emotion.
1: I mean, even yeah. even the journalists who were trying to give Florentino a lesson in economics on Twitter yesterday was insane. Like mm. Florentino Perez an economics lesson on <laughs> like okay. so so here's um. Again, if you really want to go deep, you can really, really start to do scathing takes on like the hypocr- hypocrisy of all this. Like, mm-hmm. first of all, myself personally, I would I wouldn't dare to like even tr- like try to be hypocritical about this because like my whole life is based on trying to make more money. I have, mm. I have a mm. Patreon page set up for both my mm. podcasts, one with you, one mm. with for Managing Madrid. I'm trying to make money off this sport. Um, mm. I'm not, it's not like I have an umbrella with like every other podcast where we do revenue sharing and we're all helping each other. All the, the writers for The Guardian, you have, they, they ask for donations and, and all these publications who have their, their content behind a paywall. Are you going to all start just stop doing that and pretend money doesn't matter? So, mm. um, and then this, I, and, and if you're, if you're saying that the clubs don't have a right to do this, then you're saying you're an anti capitalist, which is fine, but just come out and say that as well. Because then you're, <laughs> you're starting to go against capitalism, which I'm not going to say like if, I don't care if you're anti-capitalist, whatever yeah, yeah. you are, yeah, yeah. but Again, come out and say that and tell us all, because mm-hmm. I, I want you to, to mm-hmm. really call it yourself for this as well. That's, this is making my blood boil a little bit. Um, these are the things ah. that I feel like if I said on Twitter, I think there would be a mass outrage. I think there's a lot of emotion generally speaking your, in right now. Your,
0: your main, uh, uh, and and sorry for, for asking, I don't want you to repeat your tweets, but generally speaking on Twitter, what has your sort of, I guess, outward opinion is be so far as it, I'm kind of going against the green or are you uh, have you been agreeing i guess with what you've been seeing and reading
1: i've basically been not endorsing the super league but i've basically been just trying to bring people being bring people's attention to the hypocrisy and what Barbs we were supporting all, yeah. prior to this is not be- right. any better from right. an ethical standpoint than um where we are now with the breakaway stuff yeah yeah. And yeah, I I yeah. think people are really really t- too much stuck into this idea that they're they're doing the ethical ethically right thing opposing this thing. And I by I opposing just, it. It's just I just yeah. don't feel like that's <laughs> the right take. Uh I do I yeah, to be, Pep is saying. Mm. No, go ahead.
0: No, I was going to say uh, there uh, I'm now flipping through it, Pep is also another quote popped up. Pep is mm-hmm. also saying it's not sport if it doesn't matter if you lose. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Where where does it where does it not matter to lose in a super league scenario? Like it, it still matters. You're not going to be a champion. You will not reap the rewards, the financial rewards, or even you know the, the global recognition. Say from a pride perspective, that kind of reward, the recognition, if you lose, like it. it no, but <laughs> it's, I think Pep's this, point this notion that like it doesn't matter. I get it. The, releg- the the relegation thing. I get it. Yeah, but still, like it's it's a different it's a different format. We're lo- we're looking at an NBA format. Is this controversial because of the format? Is that what it is? Is 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 people cannot compute that there, there there are leagues out there that f- function differently. In fact, in fact, are very successful, very entertaining, and 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 global products. Everywhere in the world, they watch the NBA. It's it's one of the biggest, the most followed leagues in the world.
1: Yeah, I think Pep's point is definitely about the meritocracy and that it won't matter if you come like 12th in the league because you're still going to be in your super league if you're already grandfathered in. And I exclusivity that has people upset. And I think for them to change their mind on that, it would have, it would take like, to be honest, like decades of, of like an NBA style system where people are just like, Oh, okay. I guess this is, this is the way it works. Mm. Again, I'm not saying right or wrong. I'm just going to, I'm just saying like, that's Pep's point. And that's the fans' point, and that's where the yeah. the clash is because they're just not really used to a system like this. And I'm not saying you have to be used to the system like this. If you don't, if you don't like it, that's fine. Um, I still think that this idea needs to evolve. But I, I wanted to say this. Yesterday was the first time I felt like the Super League idea. There's a there's a way for this idea to collapse and not happen. And today I actually feel a little bit stronger than that. Um, my my take on Sunday night was that i think everyone will eventually cave into the idea that they have to join this like ride the wave join it if you can't beat it uh what's the expression if you can't beat them, can't join be them or join something it. like that yeah yeah that's um it. i feel like that that that's probably what's going to happen but i do feel like the backlash today is even hotter and i do wonder eventually mm-hmm. Like it, now these teams reports of them getting cold feet and this goes back to your original question diego at the beginning of the podcast who is going to fill up this league because i'm not sure how are they going to fill it up they're not even at their 15 teams at quota that they want in order to go ahead with the the 15 teams that are um the quote-unquote elites or whatever how are they going to fill up this team because every single team has come out and said we're not a part of this so that's the challenge they're going to have to go ahead with this, and I'm not sure how they're going to find those teams. That's it's a question I have, and I think it's a question you have too. Maybe it's a question they have to. Maybe I don't know if they've figured that one out yet.
0: Are you Are you hearing? Uh, not not to uh, digress from what you're saying, but the, are you hearing my son in the background doing the churros?
1: no? Can you, Can you bring him on? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, he's in the kitchen the door is actually closed but he's been, he's been screaming it and, and 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 i'm would mute my my mic going stop saying that and then he, he's been continuing to say it for you can while. you can't tell him uh-huh.
1: to stop saying churros that's like telling him to stop breathing <laughs> no, that's like what him, we, wait, want. Churros, we want we want right. these kids to be brainwashed into saying churros
0: <laughs> yeah uh, dude but um it's you know what i i think as well man i think at some point they're gonna come to their senses they'll come to some sort of consensus as well um you know this is not the last i i I don't think it's gonna happen in august already um papa flo did mention right he said he was willing to wait a year or something um oh really i didn't i missed that but uh, i don't think it's the last that we hear from it either man
1: no um I don't know. I mean, we could really exhaust this if we can. If we haven't already, I mean, Cardiff is going to um, wear specific shirts tomorrow with a message. I think it's something like yeah. football or is for the fans or something. I can't remember what the message is. Like
0: we've been seeing in England. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, breaking um, news of two minutes ago from Dan Rowan of BBC News. He says, I understand Chelsea are now preparing document- documentation to request withdrawing from the ESL. Uh, that's that's a huge development i mean that in itself like once people start withdrawing it's maybe others will withdraw too uh
0: we'll see we'll yeah. see the, the the weird thing now we're gonna see a little mini brexit happen and then the money starts being flown around you'll see how they're gonna keep, come crawling back and i mind you mind you like i don't want to be you know i'm not an opposer of this idea i think that has become clear i don't want to be Neither a poster child and a cheerleader for it. Neither I have many questions, and I hope I've, I've expressed those on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things need to be cleared up. I'm, I'm, I think I've been critical as well with how, you know, the organization of this. I'm very, very much questioning this. Uh, just how real is this? How, how much have they thought about this? How much has this been thought through? Because so far the presentation. <laughs> it's falling flat in the face. Like when you're announcing a new league and with all these big teams and whatnots, uh, come on, man! Like you know, be a little bit more professional and and, and less amateuristic about it. Because it's been, for from a PR standpoint in that sense, it's been a failure. Um, and yeah. The backlash and uproar has been has been, I, I, been you know understandably. Uh, uh, I think you know t- to a certain degree understandable understand has to be understandable. Put it that way.
1: Yeah yeah and, and i and I also want to just say, I'm not opposed to it, but I'm not endorsing it either necessarily because i I don't think they've done this the right way. I kind of understand that mm-hmm. maybe though they, they felt there was no other way to do it because they just weren't going to get everyone on their side, and in that case, um I guess you have to really question it and and if you can't pull it off by the way, at this stage and you're not going to get what you want, you look really bad because you've just made a million enemies <laughs> in the process. A lot oh, yeah. of your own fans have turned on and you no. Yeah. and uh and that's yeah. the risk you've taken and so let's see let's see how this unfolds again i mean <laughs> we'll see what happens um we'll see in what happens in the meantime i liga
0: i liga and we got a lot of games to look forward to so um hopefully we the, the football and all of this will not be say overlooked uh for much longer neither cuz this title race is heating up and is more exciting than, it, than it's ever been since since you know since I can remember really
1: One interesting thing uh that I'd be curious about um is like because there's so many clubs against this and Mukati's wearing the message on the shirt, I'd be curious to like if if they decided to protest it by not playing at all. What would happen? Because the leagues themselves um, are against the ESL. Would they have the balls to not punish those teams? I want to see that scenario. <laughs> I just want to see what happens. I'm curious.
0: Don't, I don't want to see that. Oh, man. We already went through a pandemic, Keon. We don't need more chaos and drama. Please, sir. Can we just play out this league and then let the summer do whatever it has to do? I <laughs> think we're
1: past the point of dr- no return with the drama thing. <laughs>
0: I, we already had a paron. I don't need another restart where Madrid starts winning absurd games thanks to the referee, okay? <laughs> Plus, mind I'm you, not going to bite no on that. Have I talked about the fact that Florentino would be the president of this league?
1: <laughs> That's <laughs> true. At no
0: point has that been addressed by this Kule yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. Well, you have, uh, I'm sure you want to have some dinner with Got your it, kids. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um,. Thanks, my man. We'll be back Friday. Yes. Is that a, is, are we going to be back Friday? Uh, yeah, we will be back on Friday. Okay. Yes, sir. We'll have more developments. Patreon.com slash Churros Tacticas if you want access to the Friday show. And uh, we will see you guys then. And in the meantime, follow us on Twitter at Churros Tacticas for more, di- more dialogue and banter. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks, Diego. Take care, my friend. Thank you, dude. Peace.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.